And away we go with another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast. I'm Scott. We've got Derek as always. And Derek, you're ready to talk some more sports this week, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Well, what do we have going on here as we are in mid-October? I know uh, you just started up your youth hockey season, right? Yeah, that is correct. I ended up making the C team, which is the lowest of the team. But, hey, this is my first year on the level. You can't say I'm, well, bad because this is my first year at the level. Are you having fun, though, doing it? And, and you got a lot going on, too, with uh, soccer and fall baseball. Yeah, welcome to my transition period where I have three sports going on at the same time. What, what do you like about playing all of these sports? You know, it's active, and yeah, you always have something different going on, so it's not just the same sport year-round. And with all of this, uh, you still have time to keep an eye on everything going on sports-wise. Uh, sports I know you're a big fan of everything. I know probably next week we'll touch base on the Major League Baseball playoffs, but this week uh, I know you want to uh, dive into some hockey and uh, the NFL season as well. Yeah, that is correct. Let's start off with the NHL. Predators, congratulations. You are the first team to play three games and go 2-1. and one. So they're off to a good start. I have a feeling they're going to have a good year. And we're still early in the season, though. Anything can happen. It's hockey. Really, with the NHL, you're just trying to make sure you keep your head above water. Uh, through the middle of the season and get better, make sure you get into the playoffs and be peaking at the right time. The The Blues proved that a number of years ago uh, when they were the worst team in the Western Conference and turned around and won the Stanley Cup. They were the worst team midway through the season at the beginning of January and ended up winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, that being said, do, do you get a chance to follow a lot of hockey at this time of the year? At this time of the year, you don't really get to follow hockey too much. It's kind of early in the season, and nobody really pays too much attention to it. But it's still early in the season, and the points count. What are uh, what are some storylines or, or notes that you have there? Well, since we're early in the season, there are 13 teams with one win, three teams with two wins, one team one team with a win and an overtime loss, which equals three points. And, yeah, that's ba and everybody else is sitting at zero points, also known as not a single win. But, again, uh, you'll start seeing more and more about hockey as time goes on. And the NBA gets going here in a couple of weeks. So we're transitioning into winter sports. Yeah, we're in the, uh, we're in the transitional period of sports. So continuing on with the NHL, the Seattle Kraken, in their second year of existence, this year they're looking at the playoffs and not just looking to get out of last place. Uh, that, is, that, that is correct. Do you, by, by any chance, do you yourself have any, any picks or, or wild predictions you may have? Well, one thing I do have, I do not have the Colorado Avalanche making the playoffs this year. I think after one year of making it, I don't think they got it in them for this year. I think the Kraken might actually make a run this year and maybe, even just maybe, make the playoffs. Now, why do you say the Avalanche will go from being in the Stanley Cup finals and the champions to not making the playoffs at all? That's, that's a pretty significant drop. It's mostly just how their performance to start the season is. It's just maybe it just doesn't seem like they're going to make it this year. 
Well, you're only a couple games into the season. It's not the challenge. You just said that uh, you're just trying to keep your head above water. So uh, I got to call you out on that one, Derek. It doesn't seem like there's much meat behind that. Uh, That's a pretty bold prediction. Do you have any other uh, predictions, Uh, maybe something behind it? Well, let's just say I just feel like the moves they made over the offseason just weren't quite what the team needed to get back. Okay, do you have anything else you want to add with with hockey? I say we should move on to the NFL. Yeah, we're getting into the the middle of the season with the NFL. And the thing is, every team, once you get through October, you want to be, you know, at 500, a little bit below 500, a little bit above 500 or better. And you're in the discussion. Uh, We'll start off with this. Uh, Your Chicago Bears, it's been frustrating. I know they lost the Thursday night game. They were inside the 10 a number of times, including at the end of the game, and got zero points on those three trips inside the 10. Uh, It's a little frustrating for a young Bears fan, isn't it? Yeah, it's starting to get frustrating that they aren't capitalizing on the opportunities that they could be making touchdowns. Instead, they're only kicking field goals. What uh, what other things are you noticing about the Bears and, and elsewhere in the NFL? Here, Dive into your notes. Tell us what you want to talk about. Well, one thing is the Philadelphia Eagles are still at 5-0. and They're the only remaining undefeated team. They have just been on a roll this year. They've gotten off to the jump, and I think this is going to help them a lot. Yeah, they're off to a good start, and of course, are they going to be able to maintain it? We'll have to wait and see. Are you hearing any panic amongst all of your Packer friends? Yeah, they are starting to panic a lot about what's coming up. Yeah, the Packers' uh, secondary is a problem. The wide receiving core around Aaron Rodgers is a problem, but they're still they're still three and uh, they're still three and two, and. Uh, you can't ever count out an Aaron Rodgers-led team until uh, at least you get to the playoffs. You can't count him out. What other notes do you have there? Well, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills has the most passing yards of one quarterback, and that is sitting at 1,651 in five weeks. That's a lot of passing yards, which means a lot of passes. Of course, the, the the one problem for Buffalo may be the lack of a running game to, to close games out, but you're right. Uh, Josh Allen is very much a superstar in the same breath as a Patrick Mahomes. The only thing uh, that's holding him back right now is, is, does not have that Super Bowl appearance quite yet. Hey, my beloved Jets are making a run, aren't they? Do you think they have a shot against the Packers on Sunday? I know my friends are going to not like what I'm going to say, but I think the Jets have a shot. And you being a Bears fan, will be a Jet fan this weekend, correct? Yes, I will be cheering for the Jets in that game. I know we had thought about going to the game, but it's a little expensive. And, and we went to a, a, a preseason game last year at Lambeau Field. And I know you, you weren't overly impressed with Lambeau. Yeah, I wasn't really overly impressed. It's kind of one of the older feet. It looks like a lot of the older architecture, and I feel like it's getting a bit old. So you weren't, the history and the mystique didn't quite grab you? Yeah, it just didn't grab me. (laughs) Uh, what, uh, What other things do you have? What other notes? Well, continuing with the teams heading in from the NFC North to the AFC East, the Bears, after their 
Thursday loss to the Commanders, have to go at New England to take on the Patriots next week. And the Vikings, they head to the Dolphins. So, yeah, the, the season's very much uh, going on as we speak. Do you have any final thoughts on the NFL before we close things down? Well, I really don't have much more to talk about. I know your fall baseball season ends this weekend. Temperatures are going to barely be 40 degrees. Uh, what do you think about playing baseball when it's first in 10 weather? Yay, first in 10 weather plus baseball. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but it's always it's always baseball season. Blue goal football, are they going to get the upset against number nine lacrosse? That's definitely going to be a tough game for them, and I feel like they're just going to need an offensive line. <laughs> we'll see if the Blue Golds uh, can pull off that upset uh, there. And, hey, uh, I know at the time of this we're still very much in the uh, the – the division series of the Major League Baseball playoffs. Uh, but do you have a pick right now for who's going to be the World Series teams? Because at the time of us talking, everybody's still alive. Who do you who do you think is going to be the two World Series teams? Well, one of the teams is the Dodgers of from the National League. I just feel like they're just going to dominate their way through this. And then I feel like, just think that the Astros might... It's going to be most likely Astros versus Guardians or Yankees. And that one, it's kind of hard to pick in the American League. Who do you think and who do you want? Mm, I'm thinking Astros, but I want the Yankees. (laughs) All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast. The one thing that is undeniably universal is that death is inevitable. The death of a loved one is unsettling, regardless of the situation, and as such, those at the end of the process serve an invaluable role. Our friend Randy with Stokes, Proc, and Munt and the Cremation Society is here to tell us how funeral directors are here to provide much-needed assistance. Our main job is to educate, to comfort, to give them order, and to help them consider celebrating the life of the person that they lost, which is very therapeutic for them in the long run. Randy and the folks at Stokes, Proc, and Munt, along with the Cremation Society, are available to answer any of your questions, including pre-planning your arrangements. Check them out online and on social media.